Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you like, make sure you subscribe. Always appreciate the love. Make sure that if you're on Spotify, you heard what I said, five-star ratings are suggested. You know, it's an interesting thing when we think about how NFL players are perceived, right? Um, there, there's a different, there's a bunch of different levels of perception when it comes to the NFL player. The first one is that NFL players are superhuman, right? These, these are, for the most part, these are larger than life human beings who possess skills that we we only would hope that we could possess right so it's easy to it's easy to perceive them in a different light it's easy to almost not see them as humans right it's almost easy to not even see them as human beings, to see them as this other thing. It's just um, commodities, as, as pieces, as, you know, um, means to an end. But on days like this, it becomes very sobering because today is the day after the Tuesday cutdown day in the NFL. I think it's interesting because a lot of people look at the day after um, or the day where a lot of NFL coaches get cut that Monday following the last day of the regular season. They call that day Black Monday. Like it's literally been coined as a Black Monday by media members who are essentially like mourning all of these coaches being lost. So here's what's funny about it. Number one, they call it Black Monday. Most of these head coaches in the NFL that are getting fired, they're white guys, only to be replaced by more white guys. Most of those guys, if not all of them, end up landing on their feet. Why? Their contracts are fully guaranteed. So when you fire a coach, you still have to pay him. It almost incentivizes him not to get another job in the NFL because usually in the contract, it has some type of language that says if they get another job, then they only have to pay a certain portion of that money. So it almost incentivizes a coach to go and get another job outside of coaching. So then you see these coaches that get fired end up on ESPN as analysts for a year, maybe two. You see them end up on college football shows, on talk shows that have to do with sports. They find a way to get away from the game and recharge the batteries, right? They find a way to get away from the game, recharge the batteries, go out, get another job, and right back to the bag, all while getting paid from the job that they got fired from. 
and we call it Black Monday. We, we mourn them as if you can't coach forever. We have seen we have seen men die as coaches. We have seen women die as a coach. You can coach until somebody tells you, yo, go home, old man. And even then you can find somewhere else to coach. So that brings me to yesterday, Tuesday. That is the cut down day in the NFL. So while on average on Black Monday, six to seven guys, along with their assistant coaching staffs, who again, all have guaranteed contracts and who all make what we would consider to be in the regular world, exorbitant amounts of money. You're talking about six to seven head coaches and their staffs, a lot of which those staffs end up getting picked up by other staffs. But let's just say everybody loses their job for, for the sake of argument, right? Six to seven coaches. You're talking about another, let's say, 15 um, people on their staff because these NFL staffs are really, really big for some reason. So you're talking about, you know, roughly roughly 120, you know, 120, 130 coaches that are out of jobs. Each roster is holding 80-some-odd players when they have to cut down to 53 which means that on all 30 teams, they are getting rid of 30-plus guys. They are firing 30-plus guys. They're telling 30-plus guys, you're not good enough not to make this team. Alex Leatherwood Alex Leatherwood was a first-round draft pick, the 17th overall pick of the Las Vegas Raiders last year. He was the pick last year. He was cut this year. No time to develop. No time to adjust to the NFL. No, you're not good enough. We're going to cut you. He has guaranteed money on his contract. They still cut him. They still cut him. The NFL is a cutthroat business, especially when it comes to the players. Because we as the fans don't look at them like they have a family or like their heart, their dreams haven't just been dashed, that their world hasn't just been broken. We just go, oh, what's the 53? What's the 52? Excuse me. 52, 53, I don't know, whatever. What's the, what's the final roster? The, the, the guy that I want make it. But 30-plus guys from 30 from 32 teams, right? 30-plus guys, 32 teams. They're, they're gone. They're vapor. I have a cousin, my cousin Malik Davis. Shout out to Malik Davis. Was fighting for a running back job with the Dallas Cowboys. We know that RB1 and RB2 are done. He was in there fighting for RB3. It was a close race. He lost that race. 
How do you think he feels today? He thought he had a chance. I know. I haven't talked to him, but I know he went in confident. He showed out. He had really good performances in the preseason. And yet yesterday, somebody told him, yo, not right now. You're fired. Now, does he end up on the Dallas practice squad? Possibly, if he wants to. Does he end up on somebody else's roster? Possibly. Is his journey over? No. But it's not like these coaches that get fired where their parachute is guaranteed contract that we're talking about millions, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's not the same as that. It's not, oh, come be on my staff over here. That's not how it works for the players. And so now these 30-plus players on these 32 teams are all looking for other jobs right now. They have their agent who already took their money off the top and are hoping that they sign another contract so they can take some more money off the top are trying to find them jobs. So now these 30-plus players on these 32 teams are all out there trying to get the same jobs that don't really exist technically because all of these teams just went down to their 52, 53-man rosters. And even within those 52, 53-man rosters, only 40-some are allowed to dress on game day. In the most in the most brutal violent sport in the world, no offense to MMA or to boxing, but there's not 11 of them doing it against 11 other people at one time. That's why it's the most. It's just because it's a shared numbers game. The most brutal, the most violent sport in the world, and... You only get 40 some 40 some odd people to dress out for a game, a four-hour game. And on days like days like these, we don't memorialize all of these players that have been that have been fired, all of these players that have to figure out what to do with their world. We don't memorialize them, we just move on. We just move on as if it never happened. We just move on as if as if nothing has, has, has been done, as if there's not lives changed. Not, a, not 130, 140 lives. Not 130 or 140 lives. We're talking about several hundred. And not 130, 140 lives of people who are established, who have other means, who have guaranteed contracts, who have already probably made, who've already probably made like arrangements for how they're going to land, because most of these coaching staffs, they know when the axe is coming. They've read the tea leaves, they've heard the rumblings, they know it's coming. Not those dudes. Like, these are guys who probably had all the eggs in the basket. Yo, I've got to go all in. 
this is the only way I can make an NFL team. I can't be half in, half out. I have to be all in. And now they've been all in. They put all eggs in a basket. And somebody tells them, you're not good enough. Or the numbers didn't work out. Your contract is too much. Marlon Mack got cut by the Houston Texans, not because he wasn't a good performer, not because he couldn't be a really good runner for them, but because they drafted a rookie that was cheaper. And his $2 million a year, they can cut and not have to pay him. Right now, Kenny Galladay is sitting on the Giants roster, not because he's been the best performing wide receiver on the Giants, but because his contract's too big, he's got too much guaranteed money wrapped up in it in order for them to cut him. Thank God for him. Because Alex Bachman didn't have that situation. And although he was the most impressive receiver throughout the preseason, he gets the cut papers. He gets the you're done papers. This is a guy who has been fighting since 2019 to make this team. He has his best, his best camp, his best preseason ever, and still nothing. Still nothing. Imagine that. Imagine putting all that work in only, only to find that you're still coming up short. You put all that work in only to find that you're still coming up short. It's got to, we don't talk about it enough, but we need to. We need to give salutes and shout outs to these young men who have put it all on the line, who may have been injured, who may have played through injury, who's left families, who's left friends, who's left jobs, to chase this dream of playing in the NFL, the thing that people tell them, oh, this is a right. I mean, this is a this is a, a privilege, not a right. Even though you've worked for this as long as a as a history teacher has worked for this, you've worked for this as long as a scientist has worked for this, you've worked for this as long as a doctor, they tell you that it's a privilege, not a right. And we watch these men put their bodies on the line. Practice after practice, game after game, they put their bodies on the line only to find out you're not good enough. You don't get the job done. Not to the level that we want you to get the job done. And it's over. And so while y'all are getting ready to set your fantasy lineups and making your adjustments and getting things ready in that, in that respect. I want you to think about just for the second, how much you haven't even considered those hundreds upon hundreds of men who are out of jobs today, who are trying to find what they're going to do with their life today. Black Monday is a joke. Black Tuesday is real. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. You do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy.
Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like and subscribe. Till next time, peace.